This episode of the Well Actually Podcast is brought to you by Naija Food Depot. Naija Food Depot is an online store that delivers your favorite African and Caribbean groceries straight to your door. Whether you're in New Jersey or anywhere else in America, Naija Food Depot has you covered. As a bonus for the Well Actually Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your next order with promo code podcast at naijafooddepot.com. That's N-A-I-J-A fooddepot.com. Promo code podcast for a limited time. Welcome to the Well Actually Podcast. I'm your host, Toju, and I'm joined by, you know, a repeat guest now. Someone that I've known for, dude, legit 25 years. I just yeah. did the math. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 25 years. Yeah, 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah. The, the host of the Smiling Software Podcast, Mr. Yes, Courageous himself. Yeah, the co-host. 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 Okay. Co-host. Yes, you know. Co-host. Yeah, you got to get it right. Best. Um, I, I also, I run the Smiling Suffer Network YouTube account. Um, and on there I have several podcasts, including the Smiling Suffer podcast. Um, I have the two Toby's podcast where we talk about politics, culture, history. Um, I have the Smiling Suffer podcast where we talk mostly about Afrobeats, music, culture, uh, current events, um, and then I have a new podcast, which is called The Courageous Pod, which is just me. And it's just me giving my perspectives on everything from from the perspective of one African in the diaspora, essentially. So the the second one, that no, the last one, that's just Corey unplugged, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> me. It's just me by myself. Um just you know, putting my thoughts out there, my perspectives. Uh, okay. So those those are those were the, the, the thoughts that are too hot for a smiling software. Yeah, something like that, you know, something like that. The smiling so far is, is, you know, it, it's really more about the celebration of, of, um, of Afrobeat, okay, uh, and everything, all everything related to Afrobeat. Uh, uh-huh. But we also talk about current events. We just we talk about stuff, you know, that's going on in the news too. Uh, but for the most part, our focus is really, uh, uh, touching on new music that's out there. Particularly when it comes to Afrobeat artists, uh, we think Afrobeat is potentially the future when it comes to world music. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of faith in the genre, and you know we just we also happen to be really really good fan, big fans of Afrobeat artists. So yeah, okay, so it's it's a good thing that you even you it, it's like you're a professional at this. You gave me a nice segue there. Because I had you, I'm, I'm, I invited you on because I wanted to get your perspective on a lot on a lot of things music related. Because you know, I'm not going to say maybe you fancy yourself like a music critic, but I, you know, that's I, I kind of see you that way. 
a song yeah. with well, at least with a different perspective on whether it's music, whether it's the state of Afrobeat in general, or like granular stuff like what goes into a a rollout of an album or, or what an artist can do to like improve or just just the state of music in general. So you know, yeah, I'm I, I do I do enjoy all genres of music. Um, and all genres. Well, most genres of okay. music. I I have always you you know me since since high school. I've, I I always had my my earphones on. I was always bugging you for your albums whenever you came back, because uh, you always had your you had your disc man. And I remember I had a disc man, but whenever my disc man broke, I would come to you. I'll come to you for your albums, and you always had all these albums. So I've always been. I think hip hop was like one of my first loves, really, um, where I. I just, I just love the genre, and I wanted to. In fact, you know, you you joked earlier. You, I think you had referred to me as rap cat. I used to, I fashioned myself as a rapper <laughs> when I was in high school. I was in this little rap group at one point. Hmm. Uh, it was just three. Are you going to give? Are you going to give the name? I forgot the name. I forgot the name. All I know is that um, one of our boys. Do you remember? Do you remember Effa? Effa Iwara. He's a, uh, how, how one time uh, he's, he's an actor now i know he was in the group too it was me Effa, and, yeah. yeah it was me Effa, and one of our other boys bash but it was very very short-lived <laughs> very 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 short-lived what was it creative differences or what happened there no i think we just we just got distracted we uh, got distracted other things like girls and our books um but yeah i've always i've always loved music i've always loved um um you know, giving commentary on music. That was, that was like one of the main things I used to give commentary on when I first joined Twitter. Um, I used to be this guy that used to, I used to track the billboard. when I, I remember when I first got to the country, this was like early 2000s. I used to track the billboard every week. And I just, it just fascinated me to see what the biggest songs were on the charts every week. And I did that for like a good 10 years. Yeah. Of course, I got distracted with other things. But yeah, I, I enjoy music. I'm not like a, a an expert or anything, but I do follow music uh, pretty closely, um, and I and I go in and out of different genres. Um, hip hop, I was really big on hip hop at one point. Um, I'm a big R&B guy. Um, I, I like a little bit of country too, um, a little bit of soft rock. Uh, are we talking, talking Lil Nas X country or like real country? No, I I used to be. I remember. Do you remember that Shania Twain album? Which which one is it? The one oh. with Man, I feel like a woman. Is it that one? No, it was it was that. I think there were two. There was there was that, and then there was another. Well, it was the one that had up, 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 up. Da, 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 da. Okay, I know it. Yeah, that that's, one. That's that's it. No, 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 that's different. No. I mean, um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know I know country I, know Ed. I just yeah, there were some country songs that I always enjoyed, um, some rock songs that I always enjoyed. Um, I remember I had a Daughtry phase. You remember Daughtry? Oh, if a phase, I still listen to. I listened to Daughtry last week. What are you talking about? I, I, of course, what I still I had I to listen to Daughtry. Yeah, um, and, and you know, soft, soft rock. Uh, I remember there, remember there was these Canadians. I forgot their name, but they were big. What uh, Canadian rap? Uh, Canadian rock group. What Evanescence? No, not them. Even though I, I messed with a few of their songs, there was this other one. There was this this guy. With the lean face, I forgot his name. They're not Nickelback, though. It was right? Nickelback. It was Nickelback. They're not Canadian. They're just they're not. No, nah, I think they're from Seattle or something. I don't know. I thought they were Canadian. Are they? Are they? Yeah. I, I, or, I, are they just Pacific Northwest? I thought they were Canadian. That's that's my bad. But yeah, um, you know, you know, point being, I I 
I like everything. I enjoy everything. Uh, I'm not. Oh, you're a, right. They are, they are Canadian, but they're yeah. That's what Alberta, I thought. Alberta, Canada. Yep, yep. But, but right now, um, the the genre that has that I've been on consistently is Afrobeat. I find okay. myself slowly, um, you know, as much as I love hip hop, I still love R and B, but I find myself listening more and more to Afrobeat these days. I'm looking at my playlist and. It's mostly Afrobeat. Okay. And there's just something about this genre of music that I don't know if it's the melodies. I don't know if it's the chanting, because that's something that's also unique to Afrobeat. There's just something about it that I I feel is going to take over the world. Okay. Event. All right. Um, so you know what? That that now that that I don't want to say that's unrealistic because like stranger things have happened. So yeah. in your mind. If you could give, it, okay, just like let's just cut to it. who do you think is on top right now? Whiskey, like, whiskey. You no said question. you said that very quickly. You said no that question. very quickly. No, whiskey. no hesitation, nothing. No questions. Whiskey is on top. Is there no even a, a close second? Is anyone even close second? I mean, Burner Boy was was doing his thing at one point, and Burner Boy was kind of like the face for a, for a very brief moment. Huh. The thing is, it's always been Whiskey prior to like the emergence of Burner Boy. It's always been Whiskey and David Doe. They've been kind of going back and forth. Huh. Um, David Doe had his moment. The thing about Whiskey is, Whiskey has had s- s- more, uh, I would say, more household songs, so to speak. And when I say household, I mean songs that different genres kind of rocked with. I said different genres, different um, generations could kind of rock with. You know, all the way back from like back to Ojo Elegba, yeah, oh, I was like okay. the first major song that he dropped that everyone was like, "Okay, this guy is special," hmm. and that was a song that an old, you know, fifty something, sixty something year old could listen to, and something that a young person could also listen to. So I've always felt like Wizkid has always been able to kind of span, you know, different generations. You know, songs like Pakuruma, you know, songs that you that they play at weddings. Uh, and don't get me wrong, David Doa has also had his. Hits I was, I was wondering. I was wondering when you were going to get to him. David Doa has has also had his hits too, but I feel like David Doa has has been more like party, dance, 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 bedu type of music for the most part. Wrong with that though. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, Whiskey. I I found Whiskey to be more versatile in that aspect, where he could have a song for the club and he could have like a, just a nice chill out vibe tune. Where you're not necessarily in the club, he could he and he did it very well. Um, and there's just something about Whiskey's melodies that I it, long story short is it's always been Whiskey and David O, David O fans and Whiskey fans. And you had people that loved David O, they had people that loved Whiskey, and huh. they, they kind of went back and forth. And there was a period where okay, so Whiskey dropped Ojo Legba, he caught the attention of a lot of global fans okay right? it wasn't like massive and, and that's not to say you know afrobeat is necessarily like we didn't necessarily need global validation that's not what i'm saying okay. but i do feel like when it comes to music um the more people that you can touch with your music the more impact you have and you can't deny that and with the, the more people you touch the more people enjoy your music uh i think it puts you on a different kind of status you know, than other artists. Um, so Whiskey had that OJ Legba phase, that album, I think it was the Ayo album. It was nice 
had some really really good hits on it. He got the attention of people like uh with um Drake. And I think it was it wasn't too long after that Drake then put him on his album on his number first number one hit song by the way, One Dance. Yeah, isn't that what Ramini said? Drake. And then you yeah. had David O who mm-hmm. just put out songs and he just he never stopped putting out songs. The thing about David O is he has a really good air for hits. And he has a lot of people in his roster that write really good songs. So he kind of has like a pick of the litter. I always say David O is like the He's like his label, um, DMW, uh, be 30 billion gang. He, that they're like the they're like the OVO sweatshop where he has people making hits for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Out hits, and David o went through this phase where he dropped if he dropped four and then fire. Song, fire, and these songs really started streaming. They were doing really, really, really big streaming numbers. In fact, David o had like bigger streaming numbers than Wizkid at one point. So it was kind of like back and forth, and that was how it was going. And then Wizkid dropped his hits, and and then, you know, now, while they were going back and forth, there was this one guy, Burner Boy, which a lot of people knew was very talented. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing about, I would say Burner Boy is probably the most talented in terms of talent, too, in terms of being able to write a song, in terms of being able to put lyrics together, Burner Boy is not just a singer. He's, I, I say he's like a, he's almost like a lyricist that can sing and can put like a really, really good record. Like Burner Boy is someone that when it comes to talent, he can go toe to toe with a lot of international acts, just talent wise. I'm not talking about writing his, just in terms of his lyrical abilities, his, his pen game. Um, he's, he, he's been doing it for a while. So Burner Boy has always had this, you know, he, his fan base may not have been as big as Wizkid and David, but he, he always had this very, very, very strong, small fan base that were like heavy Brenner Boy fans. Like you couldn't tell them nothing. And they never budged just because they knew that this guy had talent. Um, my, my co-host, Wale, he happened to be one of those guys. Like he's been following Brenner Boy since since the days of uh, Like to Party. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, like he, even before then, he's been following Burner Boy. But Burner Boy always had this really loyal fan base that kind of grew organically. And it wasn't about like a hit song or whatever. It was just, he had his hit songs within Nigeria. He had his hit songs within even the UK, where like people in the UK knew him. But he was kind of slowly growing, you know, in, in the background. While Wizkid and... And Davido are still doing their back and forth. Wizkid will, will have his moment. Davido will have his moment. And then, like two years ago, or two, three years ago, um, Kanye dropped an album called Ye. And people were trying to search for it online. And they kept searching for Ye, which happened to be one of Berna's really, really good songs at the time. Ye, 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 ye. And that was how. Burner got exposed to this new fan base. A lot of them, really, yes, Kanye stands that were. That's, looking, where up, that's where the glow up came. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of what sparked this really like global attention. Don't don't get me wrong. He he, he had his like fan bases in Europe and a lot of places, or even here in the United States. But they were they were smaller, more, and they were it was kind of growing organically. It wasn't anywhere as big until 
Kanye dropped that album called Ye. And people were searching for the album and came across this one song. And they noticed it was by this kid called Brenner Boy. And that was how he started really catching fire in the US. It was a lot of Kanye stands that kind of discovered this guy. Well, they didn't discover him, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they came across him. They came across him. And that was when his streaming numbers started going up. Hmm. So, and from the and you and that's the, the thing about it is that's why you know me and my co host always say that sometimes it's not really just about labor or talent, sometimes it's favor, sometimes it's just luck and timing. Because from that moment on, Bernard saw that opportunity and he started working on his next album. And he made sure that he, that next album had like similar songs to Ye. That's when he dropped African Giant. African Giant had songs like, um, it had that song with Zlatan, which was, I thought was really big. Killing them. Killing them. That was like a smash hit right off the bat. But it had other really, really, really good songs on it. All right, so we're going to pause here. We're going to take a quick break, and okay. we'll be right back. All right. We're, we're back from, you know, te technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So you were talking about uh, how Bernard kind of got his accidental break. Yes. And that that's kind of interesting because like it's not like he had like this smash hit that just went big like Davido had with If or Fall. No. Or obviously the current the with Essence. So do no. do you think like? Do you think because his his wasn't like as organic as coming from a song as so, sort of like a like no I don't want to call it a mistake but like happy accident? Do you think that's had like any sort of like is that why he has like a chip on his shoulder at all? Do you think? I, I think that probably has something to do with it. But the thing is, Brenner has always had this chip on his shoulder. The thing is, Brenner like Brenner has been out almost as long as Wizkid and Davido. Like uh, Davido's first hit, Emma Dami Duro. Mm -hmm. Brenner boys in that song. He's, he's, he, in fact, he's dancing in the song. Some people really? on and they say he's like a dancer in the song, but he's really just there supporting him. Bernard is in that song. So huh. Bernard has been out for a hot minute. And I, I feel like he's always had that chip on the shoulder regardless. And Bernard's always, you could tell he's that guy that's always felt like I am more talented than most of these guys. Like you, you could tell like he, he has that chip on the shoulder because the truth of the matter is that he can really write He's written for a lot of, you know, people in the industry before. He can write songs, wow. and he's he's been he's been doing it almost as long as Whiskey and David do. But he never really got his the same kind of attention as they did. So I felt like he always had that chip on his shoulder. But you know, he dropped the the album called Outside, uh, which was a smash in the UK too. Like it was very popular in the UK, and it had that song Yay on it, uh. and. The song, you know, like I said, his fans love the song. You know, people that mess with Bernard love the song. But it wasn't until Kanye dropped Ye that his streaming numbers went up. Like, you can see. So, like, my co-host and I, Wale, we're always saying that sometimes it's not really just about just talent. It takes more than talent. It's favor over everything. Sometimes it's, it's a matter of just luck. And it, it is a good thing if you have talent. But if you have talent and consistency... Then it's only a matter of time before 
yeah, yeah. They were saying he had the song with Lily Allen. Um, yeah. Um, it's only a matter of time before you know you get your due shine. That's just the truth of the matter. Uh, it, it's not. It's more than just talent. Like look at David O, for instance. You could arguably say he's in terms of like even his singing voice is not the best. But this guy, he's consistent. Like I, I don't know if you've heard like a live show of David Do. It's not. He's, he doesn't. No. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't necessarily have the best singing chops. But the good thing about David Do is he he has a really good like uh, like air for like melodies and songs and hits. So he tends to like the the best songs. He puts it on his EPs and his albums. He helps on the right features. Um. And he knows how to make a really good hit song, so it's it's a combination of everything. It's a combination of having having it all. It's not just talent, but I I, just, I wanted to just finish my my whole burnout rant. Basically, burnout had a he got attention, and then he realized that oh okay, they finally noticed me now, right? And then he dropped African Giant, hits on hits on hits, killing them, massive hit in the club. Um, and then African Giant obviously got a lot of attention because they had all these songs on there that people loved. Um, and you know, at that point, he, he was getting a lot of international attention. A lot of these uh, American art, American artists were like shouting him out. You know, featuring him. A lot of UK artists, artists were already featuring him, anyways. But African Giant really, really put him out there. Ye started kind of sparked. His popularity in the on the global scene, and then African Giant, everyone can see. Okay, I was just making sure, and then African Giant really put him out there, and then he was going to drop a sec. Obviously, he wasn't going to let that go, so he was going to drop a second album, which was uh, twice as tall, and he linked up with Diddy, who was already an insider, you know, and as a result, you know. Twice as tall also did really well. Very, very popular song. So with those two albums back to back, getting the Grammy nomination, uh, I think I'm he got the Grammy nomination of African Giant. He got the win, global uh-huh. music of twice as tall. Yeah. So and you know, if you have Grammy next to your name, you have exposure. Like right, right. get it. I, I understand that it's not about it's not always about the validation of the Western world, but the money is attached. Like there's attention and money and fame that's attached with a Grammy win. So he's a he's the first Grammy winner from the Afrobeat uh, class of from this Afrobeat class. Yep. Essentially. And now I, I believe Femi Kuti might may have actually Femi Kuti never even won it. He was nominated. He, he didn't win for any kind of like any like jazz instrumental stuff or anything like that. He 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 never won for that category. I know that for a fact. This is the first time an Afrobeat art art an Afrobeat artist. Some people call it Afrobeat, some people say Afropop. It's all under the Afrobeat um, umbrella. It was the first time a Nigerian Afrobeat artist was winning this thing. First time. So he no, Femi Kuti did win twice. He won? I thought yeah, he was yeah. just nominated. Yeah, yeah. You sure? Yeah, that's that's what that is that's what I'm seeing. It says Grammy win. You know, let me, let me just double check because double check that. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it, no, okay, yeah, it's a it's a bunch of nominations. A yeah, bunch. he was nominated. He never a won. Bunch. 
Yeah, even Sean Kuti was nominated. Yeah, so he was nominated four four times. Yeah. yeah. Never won. Brenna was the first. So he he uh, well, there was so there was there was one uh Sikiru at Sikiru at Depoju. She was nominated. He, he featured on it featured on a uh one of them that won actually. But she was featured? Sikiru Adipoju. Sikiru Adipoju was yeah featured, featured on Global Drum Project. Oh, okay, okay. I think I, I think I've, I think I heard about. It. Okay, okay. So, but he was featured. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a solo. Yeah, it wasn't like a solo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, he's the he's the first artist to actually yeah, win Absolutely. that category. Mm-hmm. So he's blazing this new path, and this automatically kind of puts him ahead of the pack. I mean, mm-hmm. it's funny because that's why everyone was like, "Well, I mean, he's working with Didi. He's working with all these established artists. He's getting all these shout outs. Shout outs." And slowly but surely, Davido and Wizkid, people are slowly like almost putting Brenna ahead of them. That's, a- the, that's that's the thing that's kind of weird to me. Like, has he just like jumped jumped ahead in the queue for some people? I think for some people he did. I think for some people he genuinely did. And for some people, this was their first foray into Afrobeat. Huh. You know, some people didn't catch the initial if Davido's if and fall wave. Some people didn't catch. Um, with kids, uh, OJ like by wave. Sorry about that. It, That's cool. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like the, the, the takes were a little bit too hot. <laughs> <laughs> the takes were a bit too hot, but you know, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I think I think we got to say. Uh, go ahead. So, it's, yeah, so so in a lot of people's eyes, this was their, like their first foray into the Afrobeat, you know, and the, all they knew was Brenna Boy. A lot of the newer fans. So and you know, Brenna's you could tell looking at the streaming numbers Bernard's streaming numbers was all of a sudden became ahead of the others i mean after twice as tall and african giant i mean and this is something that we follow on our podcast so oh. it's like we're looking like ah you know what's going on here and then Whiskid came first of all and i like what Whiskid did the first single he released of this album it was the made in lagos um album that's what it's called. Uh-huh. First of all, the album cover was dope. It's just him, Wizkid. It's a very iconic picture. You know, made in Lagos, very simple. The first single he released, he had Burner on. And uh-huh. you see, this is, I don't think people realize this is the power move <laughs> because Burner Boy is hot at this point, right? And Wizkid is out here like, and this is this is my own, this is just me theorizing. I, I don't have no evidence for this, but okay. I see it as a power move. Your first single, you get the guy that's hot. Okay. Your single, just so that you, you, you guys, you make it clear that, okay, for all you new fans, I'm here too, right? Okay. So it's almost like you neutralize, like, okay, two, two greats on a song. That was the Ginger song. If you want to make a Ginger, give me the Kokoro. Dope record. And then the album people really start to enjoy this album. Like, it starts to enter people, like, it's a, I think it's a 13, 12-track album. But the album is just, like, it's a whole vibe. It's not bang, bang, jiggy, jiggy. And when I say that, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a club album. You know, it's one of those those albums that you start, and it's almost like a, a long song. You know, a lot of the songs. Yes, yes, that is... It, it it does feel like it does feel like a long song. So you don't think that counts against it in any way? Or no, 
I, I don't think it counts against it. I think it it almost and yeah, you would think that would count against you. Think people will get tired, right? Every song is kind of unique in its own right. You know, he got these really really good guest features. He has people like um, Damian Marley. You know, yeah, he has a really really good fan base. He has he had her on a track, Smile. That was yeah, actually that first, that was actually yeah. the first single. That was actually the first single. Her was the first single. Um, he had her on the track. You know, very very late laid back track uh had this reggae vibe to it um you know whiskey did his you know he did his thing with his tunes and then you had songs like essence which had uh-huh. teams on it and for some reason this song this was the one song that people really really gravitated towards people loved it i personally feel like thames really actually really made that song I, I I didn't want to be the one to say it. I'm I'm happy. Thames really made that song. Yeah. This like, there's something about Thames screaming. You don't need no other body. That's what everyone yeah. sing along. Yes, that's that's everyone is singing. I mean, that's, that's generally how hooks go, though. Like ah, this that's generally how hooks go. But there, for all intents and purposes, that's Thames' song, really. Yeah. If yeah. if we keep if we're keeping it a buck, that is Thames' and, song. And ten and essence caught fire. That that's that's really all you can say. It caught fire. And when I say it caught fire, it has outdone every other song in on the global scale. Every other, and I'm not. We don't have necessarily always have to compare one to the other. But okay. if we are going to compare songs, this is the most successful song to come out of Afrobeat, um, ever on the global scale. It really, is. it is. It is. It's first of all, it's the highest charting song on the Billboard. Oh, okay. so is that is that what you're going to use as it is it is part of it and it's and you know yes i'm i'm looking at the u.s billboard okay. but if you look at all the other billboards of all the other countries it's very it's a similar trend so what is what is what is that what is that take again that is the it's the biggest song biggest afrobeat song or it's how did you word Af- it it's the biggest afrobeat song to have ever been released okay it's, it's the biggest, biggest. On, a, on a global scale i'm not saying in nigeria if you are looking at Nigeria, that's a that's a different conversation. But on a global scale, in terms of you know Afrobeat to the world, this is the biggest song that has ever come out. It's the most played. Is the most right now? I think it's number two Shazam song in the country. Last you know which one is number? You know which one is number one? I I didn't check. Do you know? So it, it was something we discussed on the on the most recent episode. Uh, so. It was it was a song that was played at the at the Met Gala when uh, Kendall Jenner was walking up the stairs. Okay, and there was a song playing in the background. It was a CK song. CK. Yeah, CK. Oh. That love one thing. He was on a song. Really? With yeah, that was it. Was his song that was playing in the background? It was very faint. Oh yes, yes, yep. yes. Okay, that was recent. That was recent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, right, I mean, yeah. essence has been on the show. Like, you know, like right now, number right one now. in the world. In the world, that's, not that's even. It like, was trending, and that that's that's another that's another hot. Just, how, how just can you, when you were mentioning something about Burner Boy, like favor over, like sometimes favor yeah. comes in because yeah. his song happens to be playing. When yep. Kendall was walking up the stairs, wow! And Kendall is yes. one of those people that, and people. and remember, like that moment was kind of memed because uh, Chris Jenner was at the top of the stairs with her phone, like saying, "You're doing great, sweetie." That so, like that that clip 
Wow. That really, like, 13 it was a viral moment. It, yeah. And, a viral moment. And it was, and that was the song that was playing in the background when this whole thing was going on. Wow. That's, I, I saw CK trending the other day. I didn't know what it was, but I knew, yeah. I knew he was trending for something. I couldn't tell. Interesting. Good for him. CK is another really, really good artist. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very nice song. It's on our playlist. Well, it's one of the loving ones. It's one of the songs on our yeah. playlist. Um, but yeah, I think I believe Essence is the biggest record to ever come, like on a global scale, to ever come out of Afrobeat. Um, I mean, and and look, let's let's keep it a buck. The US billboard is if you're everyone else is trying to be big on the US billboards. If you're right. big on the US billboards. Your numbers are that means your numbers are crazy because we're looking at a country of 300 million people here where there's a lot of music cons- consumers if right. you're even in the top 10 that is that translates to so much attention and money I, and if you're number I, one I forget, it. forget it. if you're number one forget it and so far last time i checked essence has is the highest charting afrobeat record to be on there actually I take that back. I feel one dance is uh-huh. the highest. I was, I was gonna say like that is that one one dance one dance was uh that's yeah it, because yeah. I, because and people don't know this but one dance was produced by an Afrobeat producer. They gave it to was it Sars or who who did it? It was Sars. Yeah, it was Sars. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was Sars. Yeah, it was Sars. Sars, um, Whiskey gave it. They they done the song already. There was a version of the song already, and all they did was all Drake did was give it to 40. Uh, and he just added a little bit of pizzazz on it. But it's like I've I've heard the the original song, the original I reference. Think, I think it was it was floating around for a bit. It was it was floating around for a bit, yeah. It was yeah, you're right, so, you're right about that. so I, I do think that's the really the technically speaking, that's the first, that's the biggest Afrobeat song. But mm-hmm. if we're gonna credit you know, credit it to an Afrobeat artist. It would have to be Essence, and, and as you can see, you see what Essence is doing. We see it all over social media. It, it's huge. It's a huge record, and as a result, and and again, it wasn't just the song; it was the album too. It, this his album was critically acclaimed. I mean, there are articles about articles that have like gone over like this, this entire track list. And I was mentioning earlier how yes, the whole album sounds like one big song. But I think that's what makes it so special. It's like its own little special body of work that really highlights Wizkid in a way that no other previous album has ever done before. Plus, it's like one of those albums that, like I said, it's not just Gwam Gwam Jiggy Jiggy. You can play on like on on a ride on a road trip. It's very, very laid back. It's good music. It's it's like honey to your ears. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not one of those albums where you necessarily need to be like in a certain mood. There are a lot of songs on there that can hit you in different ways. So as an album, as a body of work, I think it's probably one of the best albums to come out of Alphabet in a very long time. It's a very, very unique, very uh, consistent. Um, and I, 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 I mean, I, I'm a little biased too. I love the album. I really love the album. Um, Essence is my favorite track. Um, Which one is? True Love is my favorite track. The one with Damian Marley? No. no. Oh, Mar- oh, which one? There's another one called True Love. It's um he has this other artist on it, a lesser known artist. Um but I I love I love the album. I love the oh. album. I can't 
I don't remember his name now. Let me see. True Love. Wizkid. Tewara and Projects? Tewara and Projects, yeah. Huh, interesting. Yep. Okay. All yep. right. So, he so, so, with your affinity for the album, mm-hmm. it leads me to my next thing. So, is, is, is it a lock for, is Made in Lagos a lock for Global Album of the Year? I mean, or, or do you think the Grammys will hesitate in doing it twice in a row for Nigerian artists? Why would they? I don't think they would hesitate. You know why? Because the Grammy is also smart. They 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 saw there were a lot of Nigerians that kind of you know suddenly paying attention to the Grammys, especially with Bernard Boy being in there. They know. They know. They're not. They're not silly. Um, now I would have to also know what other albums are being featured. Like, and that's the thing. It's not really fair because most of the other albums on the on the world album of the year, most of the time we don't. We're not really paying attention to them. Right. You know, it's like Angelic Kijo or some of that older. Yeah, she, she wasn't she the one that won the first she, time. She won the, first, she won the first time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like young people aren't really checking for all that. But I feel like the Grammy knows that, oh, okay, we got some attention now. And, you know, it all boils down to. So the way it happens is the minute you get that recognition by the Grammys, you, be, you become like a member almost there's like there's like a little they have like a little yeah, you, you get to you get to vote after you get after. to vote mm-hmm. so people like Bernard boy will actually get to vote now oh. and um so i think i think he's a very very strong shoe-in for it but again it's it's unfair to say that if i haven't really heard the other songs yeah, too, or heard the other albums or know what they've done um and you know it's not just a popularity contest too you know the Grammy too, they like doing that thing. They wouldn't necessarily give it to the most popular song. Doesn't always have to go to that. Um, but if you're just looking at the young audience, I mean, this would be a shoo-in. Mm. It would be a shoo-in for sure. Shout, um, shout out to Ace on the check-in. All right. So, all right. We talked about how uh, Berna had his uh, sort of serendipity moment. And we just talked about CK as well. Yeah. So with Thames on Essence, do you think that counts as a serendipity moment or is that just like being hot? Oh, yeah. I think it most definitely is a serendipity moment for sure. Hmm. Every, like the minute it happened, you saw what happened. Drake put put her on his album. <laughs> yeah. He, Almost immediately. He, he, yeah. He but, didn't but, waste time. But no, but think, but but let me, let me, let, so check this out though. You know, the album came out last October. Yes. So, it was it last October, even last September. Yeah, it was last. It was oh, like, last October, last October, fall of last year. Man. Yeah, last October. Mm-hmm. So it's been out there, and yeah. the fact that he's because he, I feel like that's one of the last songs that he put on the album on CLB. I, I think so too. Yeah, I, because he kept pushing it back, pushing it back. I think so too. There were so, a lot of albums. There were a lot of records that actually didn't make CLB because of songs like the found yeah. the found song with and. Ten. And I know we're going to get to a deeper, we're going to get to a deeper CLB conversation, but that fountains was, was just a 10 song. Really? It was a 10 song. It was featuring Drake. Just, I don't know. It was just to say he was an early adopter. I guess what I think. That's that's what I think this was. It it highlighted Thames. Although I, I I like the song. Don't get me wrong. I like the song, but I I do feel like it was a, it was a one dance part two. And if you listen to both songs really closely, Mm. you notice the similarities it they you could tell 40 just took one dance i said let me make it bit similar to one dance and mm-hmm. then it, uh terms on but it's i like the song i enjoy the I mean, song it, 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 it definitely it doesn't have single potential in my opinion 
I doubt it'll be a single. Besides, Drake, Drake wouldn't just put someone on a single like that. Drake is very, very... He's very strategic with his singles. He right, does. Don't worry. don't worry. We'll 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 get we'll get it. We'll get into some deeper Drake talk. So back back to Thames, and you saw like after all like after all the shine, all this she got. They announced that she got a deal with RCA. I heard. Yeah, I same. Heard. Just like uh, Wiz is on RCA also. I heard. So, so you know, there's there's got to be a little a little bit of oh yeah put on there. Oh yeah. Um. He he put he definitely put Thames on. Thames, everyone knows Thames made that essence song. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's not taking anything from Whiskey. Whiskey just he knows talent. And it's funny, when Whiskey made the record, he he went on Twitter and the first thing he said was me and Thames just made magic. This was for anyone heard it. Mm-hmm. So he I'm sure he knew that. Okay, yeah, this, he, there's some yeah, this yeah, sometimes you'll know. You'll know when no. yeah, yeah, you'll know. No. And then and I think Thames, there's also the thing is that Males have dominated Afrobeats for so long. There's only like few females, few women out there that you know you hear about. Like, okay, you hear of Tiwa Savage, you hear of Yemi Alade, and they've been they've been in the game for a minute, but they haven't necessarily really had any like massive hits like that. So the minute Thames comes along, especially in a in a genre that's dominated by men, I mean that's you have to snap her up like it would have been silly for rca not to snap so why do you think that is that we haven't had any like major female artists female afrobeat artists like hit it big because they've been they've been releasing quality music this whole time even thames even thames herself has been releasing quality music thames thames has been dropping i I remember hearing her first record this was before any most people knew who she was it was called well the first record that i heard was try me Mm-hmm. And I, I, I watched the video. I saw it. We had featured it on our podcast too. We, we were like, "This girl's special." There was something about her voice that was so unique. It, it, it kind of, it reminded me of like a Lauren Hill mixed with like, like. Really, you're going that deep? Yeah, like it, there was just something so unique and crispy about her voice that I was just like, "This song about this song, try me." It was it was just a really really nice record, and the video you could. Even the way she was performing in the video, you could yeah. tell that okay, this girl, she is, she is, this is, this is what she's made for. Um, so, but yeah, you, it, she, you I mean, she had, wait, so just in case anyone is like, she had a couple songs before that. She had, um, I know she had Mr. Rebel before that, but definitely not, but definitely not to the level of Try Me. That's that's yeah. for sure. Try Me was that was, yeah. was Try Me was I saw the Try that, Me that was your introduction to her. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, most, I think, I think most people, yeah, most. But yeah. it's it's funny, but it's funny you mentioned that because Nigeria has a lot of really great female women like sing singers like that can blow, that can sing their butts off. See why is them the the best of like singing voices when it comes to the Nigerian. There are a lot of them out there. Ma with me, there's like a ton of them. Ah, but Tiwa's pen is strong though. Tiwa Tiwa has always had a really mm. massive pen game. Tiwa was really, was writing for Brandy before. Yeah, uh, even let's, let's let's make sure anyone listening understands oh, what oh, for sure no no i'm not saying you know, i'm saying like to anyone listening that is like not yes we we can't we can't doubt tiwa's pen at all no, but no. i know what you're saying vocally yeah 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 okay yeah. There, there are a lot of artists that i can think of that you know um what about tenny tenny is an artist that vocally this girl can sing she can sing and she can write you know it's funny but yeah. 
first time I heard Ten Years before she released a single, I think she had she had this video that had gone because she used to do all these IG clips, IG clips out there, uh-huh. and she had this one one IG clip where she was singing. I forgot what she was singing. It was this really really beautiful ballad, and I was so inspired. Look at my crazy ass. That I have no background in being a manager. I email, <laughs> I message this girl. Tell talking about. Huh? Can I sign you? I didn't. I didn't have a label. I was. I was just that inspired. Like this girl uh, can sing. She can sing, and there was just something about when she was singing that it just it was honey to my ears, man. I just. I was just like this girl is so talented. You see, that's someone that I would say is massively talented, and her talent. You would think she would be bigger than what she is right now. She is massively talented, and she can. Ah oh, man, I'll just I'll leave it. And you know her sister to Neola, she's also yeah. really she's also yeah, really yeah she's she, she yeah 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 yeah. But Tenny is special. She's okay. special, and that's someone that I would have thought she would have been bigger by now. I honestly would have. She's a I, great I, singer. I think I I believe so too, especially with the kind of content that she puts out, like yeah. even like supporting the work. Yep. Because yeah. it, she, it like the talent speaks for itself a lot, and she puts out like a lot of uncut, like, Save. like studio, not even studio work, but like stuff that she, like concepts, ideas that she's writing down, yeah, and like she's just putting it out there. So you know, there's no like filter on the voice, nothing, not, just, not nothing. Just I'm this, this clip I saw was before she had even signed any deal, before she had released a record. It was just her doing her thing on IG, and she was just singing this song, and. I, I don't know what possessed me. I hopped in her DMs asking her, please, and, do you and have you a manager? Thought, you, thought, you thought you were an A&R right there. <laughs> I swear, I went there on mode. I'm like, you got a manager. Like, I, I, I just, I, I, in my head, I just figured I would figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like, this girl has talent. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people already knew about her talent back then. But she was, she is so good. Such a good singer. Um. But yeah, you're, there's something about the Nigerian market. I don't know what it is. I think it's a combination of things. It's a male-dominated society because partly it's also dominated. Uh, like, you know, the record labels in Nigeria, a lot of them are dominated by by men. A lot of them are funded by men. Of course. A lot of them are actually funded by, to be honest, Yahoo Money, a lot of these <laughs> record labels. I mean, I, mean I, I didn't even want to make that correction, but, you know, it, it, you know, yeah, so that probably has a factor, but I think part of it too is, um, I think part of it too is, you know, it's a very, very, uh, the, the music game in general is a very, very sexualized industry too. And uh, a lot of times they want artists that can also sell some level of sex. And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that. But I think it's a factor. It, you know, it's a factor. It, it's definitely a factor. Okay. Um, and, and, and that might have an effect. I don't know how much of an effect. Um, but I know that definitely that's something that fans are always looking for. For artists that can also kind of sell themselves visually when it comes to women. And I don't think it's the same f- as it is for men. You know? And, and you can say the same thing for a lot of genres here in the u.s too of course be genres. you know it's, it's like, like it's not specific to afrobeat but yeah it, there's pressure there's pressure on women for them to be seduct seductive too you know and i don't think that's necessarily tenny's thing tenny's just a great singer i right. can blow 
Like she is talented. Uh, too much talent. Too much. Um, but you know, I, I think there's still time. I think there's still time. It's, you know, these things take years sometimes. I mean, I mean I, I, that's been in the I game. You should take long. you should take that advice. There's still time, you can still get her signed. I mean, <laughs> if you try hard I, enough, you can still get her signed. Don't I worry. doubt Dr. Dollar Dollar would would allow I think Dr. Dollar is who she's signed to, who's also her producer. Um, he's the one that produces like everything for her. Damn, um, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so yes, yeah, so but yeah, you bring up a good point about women Afrobeat singers. Um, you know, you would think there would be more, but there really haven't been as much. Ty is like the the one the biggest, and now Thames is getting a lot of attention. And there's gonna there's money gonna be. She just released an EP. I listened to the EP. I like the EP. It's a good EP. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good. Nice five track record. Um, as if orange was if orange was a place. If orange was a place, if orange was a place. I, I like I like the record. I think it's a really good. I think I think it's a nice, nice chill record. Um, but yeah, just bring up an interesting point about women in Afrobeat. It's not is they they definitely don't they're definitely not judged by the same standards. I'll put it that way. Okay, of course. So so like before we move on to like. CLB and other stuff. I asked you to come up with a list, like if we're going to have like Grammys for strictly Afrobeat songs, strictly Afrobeat in the last year, who would yeah. be your nominees for record of the year? Record of the year. Good mm -hmm. question. Good question. Okay. So do you want me to say what I think like the public would think or just my own personal? Okay. You know, we can, you know, we can actually do both. You know, there's nothing that says we can't do both. Okay. So, so we're gonna we're gonna do your yours first. My personal favorite favorite songs of the year. Okay, I won't lie. Uh, you know, Essence has to be one of them. Even though it didn't start out as one of my favorite, True Love really is my favorite. Essence definitely because you heard it so so much that it it grew on you. <laughs> you started, you know, it, you know, Essence definitely up there. Um, but how many how many are you giving me? So it's it's. How many? How many do they typically have for record of the year? I think these days. I think it's it's six. 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 Yeah. Or so six. We'll, we'll go with six. Okay. So that, if we go, if we're going with six, uh -huh. um, record of the year, um, essence for sure. Okay. Um, KPK. Tell us a quick book. Really? That was a that was a massive record. Okay. Okay. And we heard that track. I knew I was like, okay, this song is gonna go. Um, this is my this, again. This is just my own personal favorite. KPK okay. for sure. Mm -hmm. um, the best by Davido featuring Miyoko. Okay, all right. I, 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 I love that record. Um, Parkwell. Uh, this is, this is by Tiwa Savage and Davido. Again, this is my own personal favorite. It, it was never a single. It was on the album. It was on uh, her, her, the album that she dropped last year. So, but, so you have to consider, like, the, with the way they push for push record of the year with the, at the Grammys, mm -hmm. it's something that would have to be like more. Yeah, it's something that the, the label would have to get behind. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, so I'll take off. I'll take off. I'll take off Parkwell. Then it was on the Celia album from last year. It was just okay. I, okay. I heard that song and I I I blasted that song for so long. Okay, so I'll start again. Essence, KPK, 
Uh-huh. Um, the best for uh-huh. sure. I, th- I thought that was one of the best uh, best songs off of the pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, pun intended. Um, can I can I still name? Okay, uh, Onyeka. By whom? By right boy. Really, that's the one you're going with. Ah, it's my jam. Okay, that's, that's the one you're going. With. But that's on twice as tall, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it 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 can be nominated this this time now. Because remember, twice as tall was already last year. Twice as tall came out before oh, the cutoff. Remember, twice. You're right. You're right. So this is something people we're might talking record. We're talking about record of the year. Sometimes the records. No, because see, so this is this is how it goes. Mm-hmm. They announced the they announced the nominations either in late September or early October. Yeah, so, and the around September. So, so the cut the cutoff is in early September. That's mm-hmm. why twice as tall came out late August. That was a, that was the influence Diddy had on it because okay. it was going to be the last thing people would hear before voting. Okay, and and that's why uh, Made in Lagos didn't make that year. Yeah. That yeah, so yeah. Made in Lagos came out in October. Oh, then 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 that means the best wouldn't be on there either because the best was also an album that came out. Um, I think that came out before that time too. Really, I, I think uh, a better time. Oh no no, no you're right you're no, right. A came better out. time came out in November. Came out November, yeah. came out in November. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, all right. So all right, redo. Keep right. okay. Uh huh. Um, essence, we're going to address that one, but that one is eligible. But we'll ah, that's that. my record, man. Okay. Essence KPK, the best essence KPK, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, one second here. I'm I'm looking at my playlist here. Just I want to because there's so many songs, I have to make sure that I'm not, yeah, don't worry, you because you're going to be judged by list by this list, so you have to get yes. it right. Um, Rema sound. Soundgasm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought that All was. Right. Thought that was it. I thought that record went. So not 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 bounce. No. Soundgasm. <laughs> Soundgasm. The performance of that record alone. I I I I saw I like I saw a whole other Rema. I mean, did you see the video? No. Well, I, well, that's the one that he was holding the guitar that he never actually played. Yeah. I know I sound like a hater when I say that. Holding <laughs> the guitar that he never actually played, but you know. yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Uh, Rema Soundgasm for sure. And mm-hmm. the last one, okay, six, Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling by Ladi Po. I was, I was, so I was, I was wondering if you're actually going to get to that one. Yeah, okay, feeling right. by Ladi Po. And the last one here would probably be ah man, it's it's kind of hard to pick between these. That's two. the thing. That that's that's it. there's a lot of records. I mean, I guess I would have to go with uh, feeling by Navalipo, and I would have to go with Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa yeah. by who? Uh by Loje. Loje and Sars. That's a really it's a really, really good record. Can I add one more? Uh, you know it's it's been a long year, so sure, go ahead. This one may be a bit <laughs> a bit controversial, but uh, I see, of course. It w- it wouldn't be you if it wasn't controversial. Uh, you know I have to now. Narama uh-huh. is coming. <laughs> that is it's a record, man. I'm telling you, people keep smiling on Naira. This guy has an army behind him. I'm telling you guys, this guy has an army behind him of fans, and they've been holding him down for some years now. That coming was a record, as as indecent so as that. Song may so have you been. have, so you have, two basically two records from the same crew, basically. 
KPK and Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, Naira Mali's label, they're doing some things. He had that uh the the even the producer of KPK. I think he's signed. I think he might be signed to Naira Mali, but don't quote yeah, me. Yeah, uh, Rexy, have you? Yeah, yeah. Uh Rexy, Rexy Bondi mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if I could add one more, it would probably be Olamide's Rock, because uh, I love that record too. Um, See, I was I was even going to get to that one with you because I, I you know, I, I listened to your podcast, so I remember I remember an episode where you you were talking about Rock being his foray into quote unquote like the mainstream. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, yeah, because it, it it I think it had like a viral moment where it was really big on is it was it TikTok or big one of these apps really yeah they were like posting it a lot or what yeah they were posting you know how they they have like some new challenge or something and it was a song that they were using behind it so it was one of those songs that were like it was there's another chart it's like a thriller chart it's a new chart that they started and it's pretty much like all the viral songs that you hear online it tracks it and i think there was a time that it was like it made like the top 10 which indicated that it was like people were really gravitating, gravitating towards it, but it wasn't for like a long sustained period of time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I may have been, I may have been getting ahead of myself, but it did make that chart. But because it made that chart, doesn't necessarily make it that like that's the chart that's going to discover him. I think he still has some hey, Malians in the house. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> Malians must. I'm telling you, come. I'm telling you, man. That song, that that uh, Naramali record coming when they play it it it's they shut down this it, it, it shuts the place down it shuts the club down it's crazy even here in the u.s in dc like they played in some clubs that are obviously frequented by a lot of nigerians and they start playing that song and everyone is singing along it was it was it was a huge record huge so and someone, someone asked a very good question uh what about loading but loading wouldn't count. We were talking about songs from September. Loading came out before then. That uh, Carpe Diem came out before then. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it must have. It came out before Carpe Diem was would have come out. I mean, we can check. Let me just make sure. Because this Carpe Diem came out early October, October seventh. October seventh. So yeah, so it, it barely made it. Ah, uh, okay. Then ah, uh, then of course. Then ah, uh, so you got to so you got to take out one. Infinity will even Infinity will make it before load, loading. Let's be honest. Infinity was a bigger record. Loading was a was a club hit, but mm-hmm. Infinity, the Infinity song, mm-hmm. I mean that was a that was a massive record. That I'm you know I I look at the charts. It was on top ten of the charts for a very long time. Loading two was, but Infinity was, and Infinity also had Omale, who mm-hmm. has like massive fans too. So. Okay, so if we're if we're gonna include carpet DMs, then I may need to. I'll take out. I'll take out rock then. I'll take out rock because I think I think I'd mentioned Olamide's rock. I'll take out rock for sure, but okay. I'm still I'm still keeping. And maybe I might take out Mona Lisa, but I think Mona Lisa hasn't peaked yet. I think Mona Lisa is Mona Lisa is still moving. People know the song. It's Loje and Sars. This new guy, Loje. It's a big record. Um. But if we're going to count Carpe Diem, I, I would put Infinity. I'll put Infinity. I'll take out Rock. I'm keeping coming. I'm keeping KPK. 
like so, so boost wait, on so, so you're keeping so you're keeping loading at infinity or, or infinity overloading no, infinity overloading okay. she's at infinity she I know, I know. so so essence kpk the best sound as yeah. feeling coming yeah. infinity yes huh. how many is that that's one two three four five you, you got to seven wow that that's just my my personal mm-hmm. favorites no i got you i got you this is just my it's personal. not meant to be easy it's not meant to be easy. it's not it's not it, it trust me it's not easy and they people are going to pick that apart i know they're going to be all these songs that they're going to be bringing up but for me well is it's yes if the song charted that's a very good indicator but mm-hmm. i also have to enjoy that song and man there was something about that naramali track man that i'm like ah what's this song like it had me singing you know i'm c-u-c-o-m-i-n-g <laughs> A, a very interesting song, but it had me singing along to that ish I, I remember my my wife my wife heard it she was really looking at me like wow you... within a, a few weeks i she saw her singing, singing along with <laughs> nah, it's, 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 it's catchy it's catchy but it then is. i can understand that one but kpk how do you explain a song wow. with, with with basically no lyrics it's is, i don't is he getting the the carlos santana treatment perhaps maybe i maybe i guess you could say that it was just one of those songs where it was like and it, it i think the song is owned by rexy too he's owned by yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's rexy song yeah it's, it's rexy song it's rexy song but look he, at him he, now isn't he, he, isn't he the producer on the label he's he's the producer on the label and it's uh-huh. it's his record right but it was a massive song and when i say massive i'm talking about across africa this is something that we've been tracking like if the guy he did tours like he he was going oh, out that song. with Naira and performing that song. It was huge. I also quick book and the other guy, I think Mobad is the guy that was featured on it. It was and I, I think part of it is, and here's why I have to add it on there. Um, it's I'm a piano really took off last year. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the songs. That was one of the I'm a piano inspired Nigerian songs that you know. They heard that track and everyone was like, I need my Ama Piano track. You know, so, that was how it was. For those who are uninitiated, what is Ama, Ama Piano? Ama Piano is like a house house sound that, that originates from South Africa. Okay. It was, I think it was started by this DJ Ama Piano guy that's based in South Africa. Um, I, I don't know the specifics. I used to know it, but I know he started, it's like, it's like a house uh, like EDM type of uh variation okay in south africa and it it has this unique unique you know beat to it that's very it's you know you hear it and you know okay that's ama piano um so yeah uh, it had that ama piano inspiration um and yeah it took off it took off it, it's a huge it's a huge record um coming to has a bit of that I'm a piano inspiration to it, um, but yeah, I can't I can't take KPK off, man. It no. it, it was too I, big for a record. No, I, big I, I get you, I get you. So it it now it leads me to it it leads me to a hot take of mine. Since we're talking about Grammys and all this, since I I I know I, I normally leave the hot takes to you, <laughs> but this this one I I, I feel I feel very strongly about this one. And for when some people hear, they might not even think it that much of a, of a hot take, because you said 
for as a shoe in to be nominated, you think uh, Made in Lagos is going to be nominated? It has to be nominated. It has to be at least a nomination. And that's for as, far as winning. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But as far as the nomination, uh, it was. It, it, and it wasn't just the U.S. The, it, this this album was streamed all over the world. I remember, you know, Wale Wale. He was my co-host. He knows the, like the stats because he's a big whiskey fan. I mean, every time there was always a new, a new barrier that was broken by Made in Lagos. You know, the the most streamed song in this country, the most the highest charting album here, and it was different all over the Europe, different countries. It 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 had an impact. It was an impactful album, and it it went. That album went. It went places. I think. I think it. It's. I mean, right now, Whiskey is the most streamed Afrobeat artist, and a lot of that has to do with Made in Lagos. I now, Thames may have caught up or may have even passed him. Or so, I'm not sure, but I know Whiskey was as of last time that I talked to Wale. As last time we did a podcast, I know Whiskey was the most streamed artist at the time, but that may have changed since then. Okay, because there, so what what it says here is to be eligible, the song has to be released between September first of last year yeah. and September thirtieth of this year. Of oh, this year, right? Okay. Yeah. So then, I guess the the voting will actually occur like between October twenty second and November fifth. Yeah, so I'm guessing like the nominations would be announced afterwards, uh, yeah. probably like December sixth or whatever. Yeah, so my my hot take is, my hot take, and you can you might think it's ordinary, you might think it's or you might think it's crazy. I believe Essence will be nominated for Record of the Year. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, it, it is September twentieth. So look. Look, let's let's talk about it. Let me just get out ahead of that. You had that that take before me because <laughs> look, let's like this this song is a is a serious record, it's a serious song. This wasn't just it wasn't just Nigerians banging to this track, the whole right. world was riding to this track, right? I think you have a point. I really think and I I think it 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 deserves it. I think it it's earned it in terms of the quality of the song. I mean the it was like top three R and B at one point. It was like I remember when it was number three on the R and B charts. Mm. That's a big deal. That's yeah, a big it, deal. So um, I, that's that's so I because I, you know how these things go, man. But I I sincerely feel like this is this is this is what it's going to be. This is what like I I think it's I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I mean, now that you mention it, I wouldn't be entirely shocked if it did. I would be pleasantly surprised, but I wouldn't be like. Actually, don't let me lie. I'll be. I'll be surprised. I'll be, I'll be surprised. surprised. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised because just because of the politics behind it too. You gotta understand, man. Each nomination, the the kind of fighting that goes on for every single yeah, nomination. I, I I get that. The kind of jockeying, politicking that goes on behind the scene. I don't know if if whiskey necessarily has that kind of muscle, but who knows? Maybe there's an angel out there, you know, fighting but on his behalf. You, you gotta you gotta understand the the amount of the amount of I don't if, like I don't even want to call it goodwill, but the amount of like the amount of 
pub that it's gotten with the way that people are people are like flocking to get associated with it yeah yeah a little duval put out a oh my god <laughs> then i oh, saw the little duval hopped on it i was like okay this song has really gone when when the florida people start oh, hopping on god. records oh, my god. <laughs> you know the song has gone ah. you know the song has gone i i, I saw that and i was like oh, do, do we do we have to do this <laughs> do, do we do we absolutely have to do this um the, the, that guy from south carolina to uh what's his name the rapper the baby too hopped on it oh, no. he did his wiggity oh, wiggity, wiggity, wiggity oh, on it. i was like ah. do, we, do we even have time to address I was, him and his multitude of sins uh, yeah i wasn't expecting that all that wiggity 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 <laughs> um was he, was he even on beat at any point no he's, yeah, he's he, not on beat. he just does his own thing yes he he records and then he they he lets them put the beat that they want yeah but Jada, the the locks was on it, really. The locks, yeah. They they had a they had their own version. Oh no, sorry, was it? No, sorry, it wasn't the locks. Sorry, it was Raekwon and it was Wu Tang. It was oh, Wu Tang. Yeah, it was Wu Tang. Sorry, it wasn't the locks. Hmm. It was Wu Tang. It was Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. They had hmm. their version. Who else had a version? Someone else. There were like several other versions that I heard. Of course, you had the Justin Bieber record, which kind of that and, it propelled it to another level that's that's the part i was going for that's what's going to get that's what's that is it's the the version featuring justin bieber that's going to get the nomination you know what i didn't think about you're right you're right because i mean he did it with despacito yes and people are fighting just Bieber's battle so that could that could take it to the next level wow See? i didn't think about that i didn't you know this hey, whole man. i wasn't even thinking about it. you're right Justin hey, Bieber's man. on the record. Hey, man. Justin check. Bieber, that guy, he that guy's been consistent. Check, check he, he, check, no, he had like another record that was stayed that was number one on, on the charts too recently. Is it with, the one with uh with Daniel Caesar and, and what's the other dude's name? This one, this one, no, this one is with Kid Leroy. Which one is that? It, like I didn't know about it either. I was I was looking up the chart the other day and I was like, ah, Justin Bieber or is already number one. This was before the Drake records came on the charts. Really? It was number one. Yeah. Oh. Justin Bieber was already number one. So that's why I, 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 I keep trying to explain to people that sometimes there's a force already behind someone that just Justin Bieber hopping on that essence track. This right. guy was already, already had a number one track. He already had like a bunch of other songs that had charted highly. You know he's in he's still kind of like in his rollout phase he's still i don't think he's done dropping singles Bieber. so yeah i don't i doubt if he's done dropping singles i'm sure he still has another single in him so you think there's, there's a bieber album coming out before the end of september then no 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 no, no. there was one there was a bieber album that already dropped what, this year it, yeah it wasn't there the one that had the the one the record that you're talking about the the georgia record yeah the the georgia i thought the album dropped this year i Man, I, I, I can't, I can't say that I've been um I'm really hip on the the Bieber, yeah, yeah really Bieber stuff right now. But yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is that you're right. The fact that Bieber is on there really could propel his chances in the Grammys for sure, for sure. In terms of record of the year, it it's a uh, and you know record record of the year are the songs that people enjoyed singing. People like you know people like that songs that went viral like it's those kind of songs that make record of the year um we good like radio songs is what i'm saying like mm -hmm. 
your songs, songs that you can play on the radio. Essence has all those elements. It's, it's just a feel-good song. You don't need no other body. Other over and over and over. It's like That'd a nice good. summer record. Yeah, man, I... I mess with it, man. I mess with Essence for sure. So it's September 20th. So anyone that's keeping track, it's September 20th. And yes. my hot take is Essence win. Well, not win. I'm not I'm not going that far. We'll be nominated. It'll be nominated for Record of the Year at the Grammys. That, that's my hot take. If he's nominated, man, Whiskey will leave all of us. <laughs> just, yeah, he'll just leave us. But do you, do you know the, the funny thing about that is you can you can almost guarantee that Burnout will, will have some sort of subtweet over that yo you know you know you know burn always yeah, got a chip on the shoulder yeah that's that's what that's what burnout will see yeah he's like we've already we've already done this grammy thing don't worry uh, that's, that's what burnout will tell us i wonder what he's gonna name his next album the, I, I just hope it's not gonna be with diddy again. biggest fish or something <laughs> I, no i think he actually he 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 said the name a while ago he did his third yeah, album i i believe i believe like there was some sort of i, I believe there's some sort of rollout the same way he basically um called himself like the underdog or something like that oh, yeah really? like yeah you, you know how he, he likes to say some type of story about what the next album is going to be the same yeah. way he had the rollout for twice as tall yeah i think he had i think he had like a uh, a new like i don't know he he basically said he he, he might change his mind on it but mm-hmm. i feel like he, he did say what the ne- the name of the next song the next album is going to be but i do want to say something that even though yes it seems like burner is like right up there in terms of i will I always call him the three-headed monster mm-hmm. and it seemed like burner kind of leapfrogged there at one point now it's looking like whiskey is at the top mm-hmm. i think in terms of just afro beetle our, among our Niger people, mm-hmm. the fight is still between Whiskey and, and Davido. Okay, I, 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 I thought I thought you were gonna say something else. The the fight, it, it, the it's it's still Whiskey FC and Thirty Billion. Gang. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. In terms of pe- like people in Niger, like in terms of what they listen to in the clubs, it's still between both of them because Burner kind of went mainstream on us a little bit. You know he. He, he, you know, with the Coldplay record. What, what do you mean by that? Kind of when you know, with the Coldplay records, with the Wall records. You saying he's, he not, kinda, he's not down? Yeah, I don't know. He kind of went mainstream on us, man. Yeah, I mean, he still has his Zanku type records. Don't get me wrong, but mm. you know. I, I, so what about Kilometer? David Do. The thing about David Do. David Do keeps feeding the. He's feeding the clubs, like mm. <laughs> and and. That's a big driver for Afrobeat. It's the clubs. It, it's Absolutely. the club records. So I, I think among our own, within our own community, Afrobeat, uh-huh. I think it's still, and I know Wale would be pissed to hear that because Wale is a huge burner fan, but I still think it's Whiskey, Whiskey FC versus 30 billion. That's just and, me. And third place is Burner Boys. Solid, and, like. and third place, honestly, we, like I said, within this crowd i think olamide is probably i was i was i was probably nipping at their butts i i I didn't want to set you up there but i was trying to see if we're going to forget about him there oh olamide has been in these streets for for a while for a while and he's been serving you know when i say street records i i mean like 
the songs that they're playing in like Isale Eko type of okay. songs. They're not playing, no, they're not playing uh they're code playing you know, no, no, I'm sure they're playing. No, essence, no, essence is a is a record. Mm. But the but, but the point I'm trying to make is that they're not necessarily playing like burners yeah. records like that. Yeah, but the they're like, 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 like I go to my mom, for instance, and she, like you see her phone, she's got a Lamide records on it. Oh, like wow. as I say, when it comes to Nigel and what they're listening to on the mainland, I'm telling you, it's a whole different debate. We we were talking more of like you know on a global scale, um, but when when he when he shifts back to Nigeria, that conversation changes, and and I, th- I I believe whiskey is still is still up there, whiskey and Davido they're still back and forth. Uh, Olamide is right is almost right there with them, man. I feel like the, the three headed monster is it looks different in Nigeria, it, just in terms of what what they. So, so in Nigeria, you think Olamide is third, and outside Nigeria, Bona is third. Outside Nigeria, no, Bona is like second now at this point. Really? Outside Nigeria, yes, ah, uh, yes, now over David that we couldn't, we couldn't get him off the radio. Bona just released two Grammy, Grammy nominated, and one won a Grammy. So globally, of Bona, mm. Bona was was ahead until Whiskey dropped this Made in Lagos album. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Bona is up there. And Bernard is gonna now he's gonna feel like he has more to prove now. This is not a hot take. This he just dropped two Grammy nominated albums. It, it doesn't get any bigger than that. He has trust me, there's a is a is a whole different set of eyes looking at him now. Really? A whole different set. Hmm. So yeah, I think it's on the global scale, whiskey Brenner. Back home, whiskey Davido. Okay. And then you have them Malamide. Right there with them. So, do you have any artists on, like that people should be on the lookout for? Like, Buju. not necessarily breaking into like that, like the upper echelon, but artists on the come up that people should be aware of. Buju, Buju, Buju. That's 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 your guy. That's the guy you're Buju. rocking with. I, I, I've been saying it. This guy can write hooks, and he's he's and it, it's sounding like he's gonna be on the next big whiskey record. Oh, you think so? Yeah. You have you heard that mood? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like he yeah. on the deluxe version, right? He's already yeah. like he's already on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I went to the Whiskey concert. There were like there were only like three other songs that hit bigger than Mood. I think really? Ojeleka was one of them. Obviously, Essence was like the mm-hmm. one main one. Maybe there was like one more, but Mood people like people turned up for Mood. Everyone was singing along. People love that track. But could and, it also be that it's like it's basically released right before the the concert came out like it's kind of strategic yeah it, it was released but there were other it was that wasn't the only song that he released right i mean the, like of the, of the second crop it's the hottest song of the second crop it is the hottest song of yeah. the second crop but with an art, with an artist that has already been generating his own buzz with like, yeah but 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 that's why i'm saying buju is i feel like he's next because before that he was also on feeling with Ladi po uh-huh. he he made that song to a large extent. Don't get me wrong, Ladi Poe's rhyming was top notch, but his hook made that song. And I, I before that, he was on a Black Bones record too that was doing numbers on Apple Tunes. Like this guy has been, and then he has another song on Black Bones, Black oh. Bones' biggest record. Oh wow! Yeah, it was Buju. Like he's been penning hit hit records, hit like core um hooks. 
like his hooks are off the chain. He had Lenu too, Lenu yeah, uh, yeah. with Brenner Boy. In fact, I have I I, I have a it's not really a hot take, but it's, okay, was, okay, we're finally yeah, we're finally getting to it. Go ahead. He used to be signed to Brenner Boy. I, oh, I've wow. always speculated that he probably he probably penned some of those African giant songs. I, I just I just I just. I just feel Interesting. it. Interesting. My body. I just feel it in my body. Is that, is that is one that you can point to that that you think? Uh, I can't. I can't think off the top of my head. There was one that there was one record that I remember listening to that I kept thinking. I kept feeling like this sounds very buju esque. Um, mm-hmm. but there's something about Buju's melodies. It's really his melodies. They're very unique, and he, he has a really like a really like a very unique tone to his voice too. It sounds like um, he doesn't have anywhere else to be. He's not in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so, man. He's. <laughs> I think that's like one of the guys, you know. Outside of that, I would say. Tenny, Tenny's overdue, man. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like Tenny, Tenny has been around for a while, so Tenny's overdue. I mean, and, I, I I didn't call it like newcomers, but like who's who yeah. do you think is up next? So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I feel Tenny's overdue, but I think as far as up next in terms of like just making that step to start like hopping on records, mm-hmm. I think Buju and he's already started it. And we called Buju early on too. We called that. We knew. Uh, well, like this guy is, is special. Um, there's some others too. You know, obviously Omale is someone too that you have to watch out for. Huh. Omale. He, he has a very, very strong fan base. Very strong fan base. So um, if if you had to, um, so is there anything to like between Omale and Rema? Like, do you think it's even close, or Omale has surpassed? Uh, no, I don't think Omale has surpassed Rema. I think Rema is the future. Huh. And when I say is the future, I'm talking about when it comes to the next crop of big artists. You, I mean, you are just asking like right now who's yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I know, I know because. I feel like Rema had Rema was about to have his moments with that. Yeah. Um, with what's damn? How, how am I drawing a blank? No, 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 no. The, the no, no. Before, before his okay, his first, his first like real hits. The one. Um, yeah. Who I too like woman. No, dog, no. He, I'm like, telling you, this guy has had hits. Like no, could, no. I'm talking about his 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 main one. His main one. Yeah, do maybe somehow do maybe like, yes, do maybe do maybe like that one was gonna have its moment bef- and then the pandemic shut everything down. Yeah, do maybe it was it, it was I feel like it was gonna have its moment, it was mm-hmm. about to have its moment, and then yeah. no but then nobody was allowed to go out. I know so I know. that that's why I'm asking because um because Omale is making some really interesting choices with who he collabs with. Yeah, what what makes you Omale unique is that he doesn't really necessarily make bang bang jiggy jiggy songs. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's... he makes like very uh vibe vibey songs where you're just yeah chilling. You know, he made it. He was the one that made Infinity. Like you know, it, uh, like the the hook is what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, so I, he I makes it it his it it doesn't take you being in a club to have to listen to. Omale's records, which is an advantage in a lot of ways, because those are usually typically the songs that kind of like really take off globally. The yeah. ones that are very melodic, uh, you know, that are very catchy, these catchy hooks. So Omale definitely has that advantage. But the thing about Rema is it's is his talent. He, like people like Rema, right? And I, like I said, I say yes to an extent, it's also favor, 
But there's something about that guy is so full of so much talent that he can be doing this for a very long time. You can tell this guy, he raps. And that's why I always say people that can that can rap and sing, mm. it's like they're dual threats. It's like trying to compete with Drake. Omale, um, um, Rema, he's, he used to be a rapper. So he knows how to like put string words together and rhymes and he can... He, he was almost like he was like a he could do like the mumble rap thing like you know yeah, where I, that's I, I heard that that's what he he started off with before doing yeah it. He, was like, he started off with so like, yeah he can he can do all these cadences so he's like an, a different kind of threat he, and that's why I see him as he you know he's he's already had his hits mm-hmm. I still think he has ways to go so I just I put him in his own corner like Rema is like the next crop of artists that he's gonna he's gonna be blazing the way, and he's very experimental too, which is really why I really appreciate Rema. He 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 doesn't just repeat the same thing over and over again. He's very artistic, even in his artwork. You could tell he puts in the like he puts in time. He he thinks these things through. You know, he has like all these you know creative crazy concepts he'll come out one day with a mask mm-hmm. he'll have like a different look he's always playing around he's a creative he's a he's like a real creative and there's just something about him that i just feel like it's there's so much talent there on that is still on reserve that we haven't even seen like i i, I look at don jazzy i'm like how did don jazzy run into this gold mine there's so much talent all right so who, like, who, who else i don't mean to cut you off but who else is in that next crop because we've said well, Tenny's not in this crop, or he thinks he's up next. But in this crop, like Rema, Amale, who else is in this new crop? In case you're just like, okay, I'm tired of the top three. I'm tired of Davido, Wizkid, Berna, Olamide, whoever. Like, you want something new. Like, if yeah. you're going to populate a new playlist, a new Afrobeat artists. playlist, who, who would you say uh, would be I, on it? Rema, Omale, um, Buju, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Buju is much newer than, than um, Rema, uh let me see here let me just look at my playlist here uh ruga has one 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 record he has one record one Let, one song see. or one album because he doesn't he have an album out i think he has an album but he has that one big record just, just that bounce he has bounce he has ruga ruga's bounce is a is a is a jam and a half but, but he's he, done it once but i need yeah, to, okay you need you i need, need to again, see again. I'm not going to get ahead of myself at all Um, because I've seen a lot of artists like that where it's like, you know, you're thinking the next and you're like, mm, well, they couldn't really pull it off again. Really? Um, Yeah. So I I, I I need to see more. I need to see another one. I need to see him do it again. Um, uh, Obviously, you had the guy that did Peru. Uh, Fireboy. Fireboy, DML. Uh, you know, yeah. he's already blowing. That These are like... These are you know that these are like future stars for sure. I mean, and he's he's getting ready for his third album. At least if you listen to Peru, that's what he says. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I was gonna say this guy that that was used to live in Ghana, but I wouldn't even call him because he's he's already a big artist. I would oh. I would put him more in that class of them whisk it. Easy. Easy, easy is ready. Has I mean, easy has, was on James Corden, of course. Yeah, he, Come yes, on. I, I won't put him, I would, I, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't want to not mention him because we yeah. haven't mentioned him. He's, yeah. he's one of those guys that I'll put him in that Olami Day, Whiskey, Burner Boy class. Like, they've okay. established themselves, they've proven themselves. Gotcha. 
Um, but yeah, um, I think Tenny is, is way overdue. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't, some people would say a era star. I still need to, cause she, she, she had that first song. that was really good. Then she just released an album or like an EP or something. Yeah. 19 and, and dangerous. Has, something like that. Yeah. 19 and dangerous. And it has this really, really nice, really, really great record on it. So she's, she's ready. She's kind of starting to establish herself, but and I still, she's with, signed with Jazzy as well. Right. Jazzy. But I still need I still need to see more. I'm not entirely convinced, and, and I don't like that she sounds so much like Temps too. I, there's yeah. something about that that I just I, I wish was asking. I was asking people like vocally, does she like she sounds a lot? But I mean, if you consider these male artists, a lot a lot of them sound alike. A lot of them sound alike. Like, whether it's the the Naramali clones, a lot of them sound alike. Are sounding like Rema. Yeah. Like, a lot of them sound alike. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you never know. She things can still happen for her. I mean, um, if you go by her album name, she's only nineteen, right? She's, she's young. She, she's young. There's a lot of room for growth too. Yeah. A lot, a lot. But again, I won't get. I won't get ahead of myself. I still want to see more. Gotcha. Um, this guy, man. Ah, Kiz Daniel. I, I, I like. I like the artist so much. Uh, like, I like his. Which, which, which. Which category would you put him kind of to? between on the come up or to that upper echelon? Because I, I honestly can't say he's in that upper echelon. No, he's not. It, the thing is about it is my fear is that he may have peaked. But really? I, yeah. No, I, that that I, sounds like a hot take. I feel like he may have peaked. I'm I'm rooting for him. I like I genuinely am rooting for like because I feel like he has so much talent. Okay. I there's something about his his style of singing that he reminds me of these old school Joruba singers, like the Ebenezer's. Like, there's just something about him that he he gives you that nostalgic feeling when he when he sings and he sings in Yoruba and just drops some lines for you. Like, there's something about him that's so unique. But I don't know. Maybe it's maybe part of it is his label mess that he was in. Yeah, he 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 was but, definitely going through it. Yeah, it just feels like. You know, no bad songs was was like I was like man, and you know, and then he dropped some records here and there, and I just don't think maybe I don't think he's been as consistent. He drops records, yes, but he's not like dropping record where yeah he's like constantly staying in your mind. And this music, this music business is hard. It's not easy. It's like there's so much information out there, so much, so many records artists out there that they're all competing for your attention, and there's only so much any one person can there's only so much attention you can give any one artist um so just someone i wanted to just like a like a shout out to i i really like him um there's this one guy that i okay well there's ck there's ck Mm -hmm. um, but there was someone that came up on my playlist that he's actually based here in the u.s and i wouldn't really call him an afrobeat artist but it was someone that I really, really like. I, 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 I think he's so talented. Okay. And this guy, he can sing in Yoruba. He can sing, can rap. Really, really talented. He's not really known like that. Like, he's not on the charts. Um, His name is Hamid Ido. Hamid Ido. Yeah, he's actually a local artist. He's based out of the DMV area. Is, is, um, this, is this your artist, Mr. A&R? My artist. It's not my artist. I've okay. actually I've actually been trying to get him on my podcast, but the guy keeps curving me, man. <laughs> he keeps curving me. Oxlade. Okay. Oxlade. I was I, I was 
because me that that's oxlade how could i forget oxlade yeah, for, for a six-week period I, I was literally listening to only oxygen like for oxlade ah that guy yeah he's so that's another one of the guys that he's uh-huh. the next crop of uh-huh. okay so i mean oxlade uh rema for sure omale uh-huh. uh fire boy i mean these guys are like they're already certifying themselves right you know and it doesn't look like they've peaked these are guys where, I, I know. Where would you put Bella Schmurder then? Bella Schmurder had so much potential, and he still does. My my thing with Bella Schmurder is I don't think he has really good management. He's been having all these issues. Um, what, what, what kind of issues? So, like, for instance, there's this one video that was circulating of him not too long ago, a few months ago, where he was performing and he was drunk. Oh. And it's just like, you're a new artist, man. Like, oh. you're... You already you already have an alcohol problem. Like, what's going on here? And then the, recently, apparently, the, he had like some label issues uh, where his label might have dropped him or something. It was just something oh, going on with his label. So it's, and so stuff like that affects artists' ability to be able to really produce music. I felt like he was talented. I right. felt like he was like the next Olamide. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this guy could, you know, as far as like. Niger streets, he could hold it down. So you thought he was going to uh, surpass Naramali or Zlatan and those guys? I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know about sur- surpassing, but I thought he was I mean, going because that's because when you when you jump straight to Olamide, that's that's what it sounds like. No, I, I just I just felt like he could he could he could he could get in that lane. Okay, okay, okay. almost you know, so not not on that level, but that lane. no, no, not on that level. Okay, Lamide okay. is over ten years in the game, man. It's not you're not gonna catch up to Lamide, man. Like he has too much of a catalog. Um, so yeah, so those are the people. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say Bella Schmurder just because I I don't think he's a talented guy, but no, nah, I don't. I think he he needs to show a little bit more seriousness with his music. And what I've seen so far, it just doesn't seem like he is as serious with his music. Um, he just seems like one of these guys that are he he's getting consumed by the fame that the fame he's gotten so far. One more guy that I wanted to mention, World D. World D is a very special art artist, really, really, really great singer. I, I, some people wouldn't even really consider him Afro beat like that. He calls himself Afro soul or Afro R and B or something like that. He has like his own little genre. Um, but he's very talented. Um, he's one of those guys that, um, I think he feels a bit blackballed by the industry. Really? Yeah. According to him, I, I know he he's felt like a little bit shunned by the industry and I, and I read some interviews where he was talking about how some people were cuz he's one of those guys that came from Yankee. Oh, you know? gotcha. You know, and he 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 came with pedigree. This is someone that used to write for artists here in the US. Oh. It kind of reminds me of Tiwa Savage's right. You know, track record where she started out writing for like established artists. You know, he he was he he knew about like production like correct studio production here in the u.s he had worked with all these you know some relatively well-known artists here so he went back home hoping to blow and you know how it is now when you come back you know some people feel like you're kind of like encroaching their space like this is this guy coming from yankee china so i felt i feel like he he was a little shunned by the industry 
Um, but I think there's a lot of talent there. And I don't I don't think he's even close to peaking yet. I think he's one of those his voice is a very, very rare voice. Like he, he reminds me of a seal. Like in terms of really that you're yes. you're you're that high on him. He he has a he has a great voice, man. He has a really, really great like he and he's one of those people that he can he can jump from Afrobeat and he can jump to a ballad. Like that's the kind of voice he has. He can sing like a pop song. Like he is he is re, he's a really talented artist, but he's trying to do it within the Afrobeat lane. And I think um yeah, he's not getting his just due. He's not getting enough of the looks that he could be getting. Um, he's worked with some really good producers, but that's also someone that I feel um, has a lot of potential. So those are the only, those are the only people I can think of right now. I know there's some other people like Bad Boy Teens, but I need to see more from them. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon. So yeah, Rema, Omale, Oxlade, Fireboy, um, Tenny is overdue for sure. Um, and I and I feel like Waldy is someone that gets overlooked a lot. Oh, wow. So this went a bit longer than expected. And by a bit longer, I mean a lot longer. But I wanted to make sure we got in the entire segment on Afrobeats. And we're going to finish the rest of the conversation in the next episode because this definitely needs a part two. So a big thank you to Corey of the Smiling Software Network. You can check him out there. Um, the song at the beginning of the episode was Nonstop by Udumudu Black. We couldn't have a Music Monday episode on Afrobeats without featuring a Nigerian artist. This one just happens to be my cousin, so shout out to him. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, Niger Food Depot. Remember, you can get 10% off your next purchase with promo code PODCAST. That's NigerFoodDepot.com. All right, we'll do this again next week.